Hello and welcome to another podcast. It's Coach Mark and Manila here from ESLBusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. I'm here to help you live your best possible life, whether that be wanting to immigrate overseas, perhaps just improve your confidence, your fluency in English as a second language, or even your native language. I'm working now with many native English speakers who want to present at a much higher and advanced and impactful level. This sounds like you, I can help you. Get yourself a 30-minute free session with me, the links are down below, or just visit either of my two websites and you can click there and book your 30-minute Zoom session anywhere in the world at all time zones. Today, I'm gonna to chat with you about something that's troubling a few students, and I want you to know if this is you too, you're not alone. So, have you noticed that sometimes if you're speaking English, and of course it's not your native language, that you sound like, hmm, your voice isn't your own voice? Um, now that might sound a bit weird, let me explain. So sometimes we find, um, I had a fantastic Japanese student contact me recently and he said, you know, um, my voice seems to sound higher when I speak English as my second language, but in Japanese, I don't sound as high pitched. Another student said they kind of felt exhausted um, after they'd been speaking English for a period of time during a course of a day. Um, and they didn't feel as exhausted when they were using their native language to do a similar type of thing. So what's going on here? And does this happen to you? And if so, why is that? Okay, here is the why. Okay, so you might feel like it's not your real voice and that in your native language, you just, um, you're different. Okay, and somehow when you switch to English, you feel like you're not, you've not got the same impact as your native language. Okay, and as I say, sometimes you may even feel that you're exhausted after speaking in English. It's kind of understandable to one extent because your brain is working like double time. It's working twice as hard. It's not your native language, so you will feel more tired. Okay, um, or maybe there's something else that's happening for you. Um, you're just not quite sure what's happening, but all you can say is that you feel more fake when you're speaking English as a second language, okay? And that everything you're saying feels either weird, too stressed, too pushed, too uncomfortable compared to when you're naturally just relaxing and talking in your native language. All right, so this is what we're gonna to cover today. And I'm also going to give you a few techniques and perhaps some tips as to how you can improve that or reduce that feeling and find your own unique authentic voice when you're using English, right? That's really important. So when you think about it, you've got to get comfortable with how you sound in English because that is deeply linked to how confident you're going to express yourself. If you feel that your voice isn't your own, it's pushed, it's fake, it's any of these things, you're going to feel a little bit uncertain and that is then going to leak, that's a good word, it's going to leak into your conversations and people will pick up this uncertainty and sense it as lack of confidence. So we don't want that, okay? We really don't. So let's talk about how you get comfortable. Right, because it's so incredibly important and you need to feel like you're yourself in, in an interview you've got to be able to present yourself truly and authentically okay and so that your confidence and your skills just come through uh, now let's talk about vocal placement all right this is really really important okay and when we speak in different languages our vocal placement may shift now, um, for those of you who know me uh, slightly better than people who just discovered me, and hello if you just discovered me, um, you will know that I'm also involved in the arts and entertainment industry. Um, I, I work with a company here in the Philippines, Gotta Be Famous Events. Okay, you can check them out if you want to. You can go and visit the website there too, but gotta be famous events.com. Um, 
And you can see that we do a variety of work there with celebrities, actors, um, artists, performers, singers, dancers, etc. Okay. Now, um, I work with a fantastic voice coach. And she's also a fellow life coach as well. So if you're ever looking for life coaching, career coaching, then you can work with her too. Um, she is from the Philippines. And she works with a lot of stars from Korea. Okay, so hello, my Korean students, uh, K-pop wannabes. If you want to be a K-pop wannabe and want some uh, K-pop coaching, then um, Coach Zen is the, is the lady for you. And I can put you in touch with her. So if you want to do that, drop me an email or connect with me on Telegram here. Um, and I'll be happy to connect you both together. But let's go back to this. Voice coaching, you talk about placement. So you have your head tone. Okay, well, actually, you have your whistle. Your whistle is like Mariah Carey, right? That's at the top where you're like, Whoa, you know, I can't even do that. You can hit that high note, right? Then you have head tone, which is uh, slightly lower than the whistle, right? Okay, so it's really high pitched up here, okay? Then we come down to what I'm using at the moment, which is my kind of my throat. Okay, so this is coming from my throat. And then we have chest register. Now, this one, we go down, okay? We, we speak more from here. So you can hear that my voice becomes more in my chest than if I'm speaking in my throat, which it rises a slight octave and it's there in my throat. Now, my challenge as a coach, particularly when I coach very long hours, is, is using too much throat and not enough chest register, okay? Because if we use chest register, we are protecting our voice and our throat from strain, okay? But of course, in order to coach like this, it's slightly harder because certainly for myself to motivate students to show that we're doing extremely well, I have to move to my throat tone, okay? To give you that feeling of, whoa, you're doing great. Because if I try to do that in my chest tone, you can hear it's kind of down here. So you can hear where, okay, if we go even higher. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna do the whistle. Okay, we move up and down, depending on which parts of our body and uh, we're using to express ourselves. So if you think about vocal placement, okay, it's it's kind of interesting but if you are nervous what automatically happens even in your own native language you kind of go a bit higher because all the vocal cords are getting stressed because the adrenaline and the cortisol which are the hormones that affect um you when you're stressed will tighten every muscle because it's ready right it's usually thinking danger i've got to run away from a tiger a volcano a typhoon and if you live in the philippines there's probably all of those apart from the tiger all right, no tigers, but certainly some um, some dangerous creatures out here that could finish you off the shore. So anyway, the point of this is you will tense up. That will tense the vocal cords and make you sound higher. Okay, so that is one thing that can be happening at times for students when you feel that when you're speaking English, because you're more nervous, you will sound higher pitched. Okay, and you're speaking more from the the, the voice. Okay, the actual throat down here in your chest register where you might more naturally speak in your your native language okay so it's really important that you think about what's happening for you okay and think about consider how your voice sounds different and why it might sound a bit strange okay and it's not yourself okay but either way we know that it shows up in your voice the stress and the tension if you're anxious shows up so here's a top tip what i'd like you to do if you're one of those people there who, who struggles with tension in the voice, okay, it makes you feel really high like this, okay, what you want to do, you want to breathe. Now, that might sound really simplistic, but it is a fact. I'd like you to breathe into your nose, okay, nice deep breath, okay, and then hold it. I want you to hold that for the count seven, okay, and then I want you to blow it out for the count of 
eight. Okay, so I want you to breathe in for the count of four. Through your nose, hold it for seven, and then breathe out for a count of eight. Okay, so they put it four, seven, eight breathing. And if you don't know quite what I'm talking about, and that was hard to follow, get yourself a 30-minute session with me free of charge, and I will take you through that. I want you to do four cycles of that. So do it four times. Breathe in for four through the nose, hold for seven, breathe out for eight through your mouth. Really deep breath out as well, please, okay? And if you do that for four cycles, you will notice you get a nice calm sensation coming over you, which will lower your voice because you're reducing those tension hormones, okay? And it will also give you the added benefit of increased oxygen to the brain, which is good when you're using your brain to work very hard because what is the word I'm looking for? And it means the blood flow is going to the areas you need to speak. Because when you are tense and the adrenaline is sending the, the blood elsewhere and the oxygen, it's going to your heart, your lungs, your legs, which is why you get that horrible feeling, that pounding heart, the tightness in the throat, the dryness in the mouth, because that's all adrenaline stress, okay? Which then means you go blank. Because the blood flow that should be going to your brain to power the verbal area of your brain, lighting up, switches off or reduces down significantly, which is why you find it hard to find the words. It's not something that's weird for you. It is a biological thing that's happening in your body, and I've just given you the tools and techniques to reverse it, all right? That will absolutely improve it, guaranteed. It never fails to work. All of my students use that, particularly the ones I coach in my masterclass for public speaking skills and presentation, and it works like a dream, okay? So please, please try that, all right? Now also, let's think about what else could be happening for you. So sometimes the mechanics of the mouth, Okay, the mechanics of the mouth are different. So when you think about what happens there, um, like my Arabic speakers, um, my Korean speakers, or anybody from the Asia region, to be honest with you, you, you pronounce your native language in a different way, in different parts of your voice and your throat and your chest. Okay? And usually it's more the back of the mouth than the front of the mouth. Whereas English, if you if you watch me on my YouTube videos, and if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to my channel. The link is down below. You will see it comes from the front of the mouth. We use our tongue, our teeth, and our lips to really pronounce those words at the front of the mouth. So if you're used to always pronouncing words at the back of your mouth in your native language, and then you're having to switch to using the front of your mouth, okay, to make those sounds, it is going to feel strange. It's like doing a new exercise at the gym, all right? When you've not been used to doing it, of course, you're going to feel sore. You're going to feel strained. Now, I'm not saying that there should be pain, all right? If you are feeling pain when you're speaking and you're sounding strange, there's something else mechanically happening there, and you really do need to get that checked out. That is my disclaimer. I'm not a medical doctor here. Um, I'm not a speech pathologist. So if you are you know, experiencing some severe pain here with this, there's something that's going wrong slightly there with the mechanics of how you're speaking. And please do go see a medical professional to get that checked out okay <clears throat> but think of it like a musical instrument because that's what your voice is as my coach and contact would say she'd say yeah it is it's an instrument like no others right okay and so really it's about where you place your vibration okay and if you think about it some people have have problems with that because if you are speaking from the wrong part of your mouth you're going to find that the sound changes significantly. You're going to think, wow, this sounds weird. I don't sound like this in, say, Japanese and Korean or Arabic. Why do I sound like this? I mean, it's because of the mouth mechanics. You're using different mouth mechanics to pronounce those words at the front of your mouth, hence giving you a slightly different sound. 
Okay, so that's the other reason you could be struggling with these areas. The result is though that sometimes, okay, this won't feel like you're projecting yourself in the right way. This will feel as though you're not really being yourself. And it's okay that it's like that. I want you to understand that that's not strange, okay? That's not weird. It's just because, of course, the language is being now pronounced from a different part of your body. And just like I showed you at the beginning, head tone, throat tone, chest tone, it changes the sound, okay? So that's really, really important for you, okay? Also, check out that you're not just pushing your voice. Sometimes we find that you're working extra super hard, okay? Um, and really, what I'd like you to consider is that when you're speaking English, I'd like you to not try as hard. I just want you to consider that you're lounging around, chatting with your friends, drinking coffee or something, or whatever is your favorite drink in the sunshine, and just hanging out. Be more relaxed, be more natural, okay? Don't try to stress every single word, because that's putting extra tension in your body. It's also making you sound rather strange, not very native as well. Um, and for you, it will also feel as though, look, you know, you're just, yeah, you don't sound like you're doing your own language. Well, of course not, because in your own language, okay, you're not as tense. You're not trying as hard. You're relaxed, okay? So I'd like you to consider those three to four points I just mentioned there. These are the main reasons I found why students can say, I feel weird. I don't sound like myself. My voice doesn't sound like it's my own, okay? And really, when we think about it, I don't want you to overstrain your vocal placement, okay, and your, your voice. I know what that's like myself, and it's really an unpleasant experience, okay? Um, and if this does sound like something you're dealing with, a challenge, and you still need help to fix it, or you want an expert to literally watch you speaking, and let's look at your math mechanics, okay, and how it's sounding, and experiment. Let's move you up and down the range. Let's get you using your throat and your chest register and see what happens, okay? Book a 30-minute free session with me. We can fix many of these issues in a 30-minute quick check. Um, ongoing issues, like everything in life, do take a little bit more time. But again, we can book you session packages in there to enable you to do that. Also, check out my YouTube channel. There's some nice little tips on there as well. Sign up for my newsletter. Always plenty of uh, information I pack into those for you. And look. Anything that you need to check with me, just message me. Telegram is the best way. The details are down below. And I wish you all the very best of success. Remember, what you believe you're capable of, you absolutely are. So keep believing, keep practicing, and remember, be proud of how far you've come. See you soon. Hello, everybody. And sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to mention a few things that can help you, all right? So I want to help as many of you as possible. You can get a free 30-minute check of your English level, your OET, IELTS, or any other things that you're trying to achieve here with me. If you're trying to pass your interviews, maybe you're attempting to get a job overseas. You would like to know how you're sounding and what a native speaker really would say about your responses in an interview or an IELTS or OET test, for example. Um, check out that at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. If you're looking more for career and immigration coaching and would like to discuss your plans, then you can hit me up over at initial-impact.com. But both of those sites, the links take you to the same end result, which is a booking page for 30 minutes free of charge to book your session, time and date you pick on Zoom. Also, if you're doing IELTS and OET and you would like help with your 
written or speaking tasks too, and you don't or can't have the time to book a session with me in person on a live call, which again, I can do. You can get live one-to-one coaching on Zoom anytime you like, but if it's hard for you, then take advantage of my IELTS and OET written and spoken task service, which means that you buy credits, 10 credits, 10 tasks, and you can submit your spoken audio files to me for critique and review, and then I will respond within 36 hours with a full review of your transcript and to tell you where you sounded good, where it fell down, and the corrections, okay? And um, for your written IELTS and OET, again, you can select all the tasks on my booking site, which the links are all, uh, all available. If you just go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com, you can find all of these services there and follow the links. And what you'll be able to do is get a response from me within 36 hours with correction of your written task. And then you get a chance to do it again with the corrections I've suggested. And I will also expand and give some of the native phrases you might like to consider. So you're going to find out how to make yourself sound better, to hit the magical number um, that you need to get for a word count, to pass and get the higher grade, and also how to expand your sentences and create essays, because many students are struggling to know even how to, to create an academic layout of an essay. Um, you're going to fall down there too. When it comes to OET, it's slightly different, but the same process applies when we look at how you structure those referral letters and how you uh, write the client and the patient notes, okay? So it's very specific, depending on whether it's OET or IELTS. Um, I do it all. Me and my team, we are here to help you, okay? So don't hesitate to reach out. And of course, please, 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 if you'd like to purchase any books, then you can get that from the bookstore links. Again, you'll find those all on the site. So good luck, everybody, and hope to help you soon.